Hi, I'm Yusuf Zin. My latest TVO Today podcast is on how a Canadian ends up in a Chinese prison, and if he's even alive. Listen and subscribe to Extradition. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. For more in-depth perspectives and interesting stories, sign up for our daily newsletter at tvo.org slash daily. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Those are the three R's when talking about waste. The one that gets the most attention is recycle, as with Ontario's Blue Box program. But change is on the horizon to boost efforts to reduce waste. It's called Producer Responsibility. And to explain, we're joined by Norman Lee, Director of Waste Management of the Region of Peel. Hi, Norman. Hi. Hi, Nam. So in Ontario, we have 444 different municipalities, yet we have about 200 blue box programs. Why is that? Well, not every municipality has a blue box program, and a number of smaller municipalities uh, combine and share a blue box program. So the, the number of programs is less than the number of municipalities. Do you think that creates more problems than it solves? I think uh, fewer maybe is a little bit better than more because every municipality, they, they're not all different and they're generally the same, but there's slight differences between different blue box programs. I hear all the time, you know, if somebody recycles in Toronto and they live in Toronto and they visit Peel and the blue box program is slightly different, they find it confusing. Well, let's get into our conversation, but I want to show everybody at home um, where the residential, our residential waste goes. Only 17% goes into the blue box, 12% goes in the green bin, 10% is yard waste, 10% is through other, and 50% of that, of what gets thrown out, ends up disposed in landfills. What's wrong with our blue box program? Well, the blue box program, and you can see it's it's the biggest program of all of those for, for diverting waste from landfills. So it's actually performing fairly well. The challenge with the Blue Box program is that it's it's uh, it's stopped improving the last few years. So the the purpose of the Blue Box program, of course, is is to help us reduce our impact on the environment. We do that by conserving resources. When you recycle something, you get to, you know the manufacturers use that instead of getting new raw resources. It conserves energy. It reduces the need for landfill space. So after some three decades of growth of the blue box program it's kind of flattened out and for the last five to ten years there hasn't been a lot of growth in the blue box Uh, so we need to we need to figure out how to get that uh, get that turned around and that's the the purpose of these new uh, pieces of uh, legislation that are coming out the regulations and what changes are being proposed well, the, the, the ministry, uh, they looked at, the province looked at a number of possibilities and they consulted broadly on it a few years ago and they landed on the key change being a switch to full producer responsibility. So the, the folks who produce packages will become fully responsible for managing them at the end of their life. Right now, municipalities run the Blue Box program and producers chip in to help pay for it. The challenge with that is uh, there's a lot of packaging innovation right now and a lot of new packages come on stream every year. Mm-hmm. And the sorting systems that municipalities develop, we just can't keep up with all that change. Uh, taxpayers just can't afford the money to 
to keep changing our sorting systems to keep up with it. Mm. So the thinking is if we switch to full producer responsibility where the producers are now responsible also for the sorting system, uh, it will get better. When we say producers, uh, who do we mean? Um, well, it's a whole range of people, but if, if, if a company produces a package in Ontario, they're a producer. Any packages that are produced outside of Ontario, a company that imports them into Ontario is defined as a producer. And if they don't even have one of those, whoever retails or sells the package would be considered the producer. In fact, right now, Loblaws is the largest producer in Ontario because they, they retail a lot of uh, materials that are produced uh, by others. Um, I'm just guessing, you mentioned that producers already contribute to paying for uh, waste management. But in my head, I'm thinking, why would producers want to take the full responsibility of this? It just sounds like it's going to cost a lot of money for them. Well, producers see the same problem that we do. A lot of the larger companies have uh, adopted corporate social responsibility programs where they want to reduce their environmental footprint they want to see higher recycling. When they develop these new packages, they want to see them be able to go into the blue box and not into landfill. Uh, so if, if taking on full producer responsibility lets them achieve that, then they, then they support the move. For some of the, the larger producers that operate uh, inside and outside of Ontario, they, they would like to harmonize programs across Canada uh, so they don't have a different administration administrative process in Ontario than they do somewhere else. If the producers do want to take this on, and it, uh, I'm guessing they're going to be paying more money, is there a possibility that that is going to be transferred to the consumers? It's a, it's always a possibility that they'll transfer it to the consumers. So the producers will be taking on additional costs by doing this. Uh, whether they, they choose to absorb it, whether they pass it on just in the cost of goods sold, uh, ultimately the, the consumer will end up paying something different for this. So Although I, I will say that the cost shouldn't be that much. You know, when we, when we look at the cost of the Blue Box program across the province, it's a big number. But when you spread that over the millions and millions of packages that go into the Blue Box, it, it can be less than a penny a package. It's it's not a big number on a on a per package item per per product item. That would make people kind of pause and think. Well, if it's going to, uh, it's not going to be very expensive, and if it can be done, why has it taken so long to um, have this as an as an alternative? It's it's taken a while because it's complex. Mm -hmm. You know, municipalities run the program. Uh, the waste service providers are involved often providing contracted service to municipalities. Uh, so just unwinding all of that and, and sending it over to producers is not a, not a simple task. It's not impossible and it can be done. If we all work together, we can do it very smoothly. Uh, but it is a complex, complex item. And not every producer, a lot of the producers are progressive and they want to protect the environment, but not every producer is of that mindset. So there's, there's a few of them who, who would prefer to, to stay in the old model. To keep business as usual. Yes. Mm -hmm. What will this mean? What would this mean for municipalities? 
Well, the obvious impact for municipalities is there'll be a, a savings for taxpayers. In in Peel Region, we have uh, 1.5 million residents, and we expect uh, to see savings and avoided costs in, in the order of $15 million per year. So we'll be able to use that money to fund other priorities or, or to you know, lessen the tax impacts. Um, across the province, the number is close to $150 million when you add it all up. So that's the obvious uh, impact is the financial saving. What, what's maybe less obvious is some possible uh, program changes and service changes. So producers will be taking over uh, the operation of the blue box. They'll be responsible for it. They may hire municipalities to provide the service for them, or they may uh, choose to do it on their own. Uh, so we could see slight changes in how the blue box is collected, how often it's collected. And as the regulation is being written, uh, there's a lot of tension and pressure from different uh, different sides on, on components of the regulation. For example, there are some who are advocating for fewer items to go in the blue box. There are some who are advocating for fewer uh, sources to be pick, picked up from fewer places, especially parks and public spaces. So in Peel Region right now, we collect the blue box material from parks and public spaces, and that's included in the cost of the service. Um, so if, if those are no longer in the service when producers take it over, that's things like arenas, libraries, uh, parks, other, other public buildings might not have blue box uh, collection service. So these are some of the, the possible changes, some, uh, a few, very few, are advocating for lower targets mm -hmm. uh, so that less material has to be collected. Uh, the majority, certainly all municipalities, and uh, I think the majority of producers support higher collection targets to see improved environmental benefits. The one uh, the one thing that makes me hopeful is uh, Minister Yurik has said on more than one occasion Jeff Urich, now, yeah. uh, Jeff Yurik, yes, mm -hmm. that um, he, he wants the transition to be seamless. If, if you have blue box collection before transition, he wants them to have collection after. And he also wants in, improved environmental outcomes. He wants Ontario to have some of the highest uh, diversion targets in North America. So I, I'm hopeful that the, the regulation will, uh, will fall into place and residents will continue to see the, the type of service they're seeing now, maybe even with some improvements. It sounds like you, you are right. It's very complicated, and it sounds like there's a, a lot of moving pieces. Uh, if the municipalities do end up saving money, would those cost savings be transferred to households? Well, ultimately, they would be one way or another. Um, and each municipality, their, their council will have to make a decision on what to do with it. I mean, one, one possibility is to have a, a tax cut. Another possibility is to kind of offset some tax increases. Uh, there's a lot of pressure in Ontario to add new services and different services. We have a lot of priorities, even in Peel Region, that are not fully funded right now. Where's the pressure so coming from? Um, there's, all, there's all sorts of pressures in, in, uh, within, within my waste management division, for example, mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of pressure to increase the diversion of organic waste. So kit kitchen waste, uh, food scraps, those sorts of things. 
I mean, and I'm thinking too that uh, people are wondering if this transition sounds as complicated as you say, will it end up costing, uh, will that cost fall on residents then? The cost of the transition itself is relatively small compared to the cost of the program itself. I think across, across the province, the program costs about $300 million a year to run. About 150 of that is spent by municipalities and 150 by producers, more or less. Um, the cost of transitioning won't be anywhere near that big. And, you know, we, we've said um, if, if we cooperate, we can make this transition very simple. We can make it seamless. We can make it smooth for residents and we can make sure there's no there's no stranded costs. If, um, if it doesn't go that smoothly and if if municipalities are left with some stranded assets uh, because of the timing of transition that that sort of thing or if we have to cut contracts short mm -hmm. those costs obviously could could start to add up uh, peel region the, the transition phase is is between 2023 and 2025 peel region our preferred transition is in 2024 uh, which matches up with the end of our major collection contracts. If we transition early, we may have to uh, terminate those contracts or, or make major amendments to them, and that gets expensive. So there's, there's ways of doing it to keep the cost down, and that's mm -hmm. our goal, it's to keep the cost of transition down. Norman, thank you so much for your time, and, and we appreciate your insights, and it's good for us to be thinking about these things. We appreciate your time. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure being here. The Agenda in the Summer with Nam Kiwanuka is brought to you by the Chartered Professional Accountants of Ontario. CPA Ontario is a regulator, an educator, a thought leader, and an advocate. We protect the public. We advance our profession. We guide our CPAs. We are CPA Ontario. And by viewers like you. Thank you.